Hey everyone, welcome into the Market Scale Podcast Studios. I'm your host today, Tyler Kern, and I'm honored to be joined by Katie Desimone. She's the manager of training and development for Very. Katie, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me today, Tyler. Absolutely. I'm I'm really excited to have you guys in studio. We absolutely love who y'all are as a company, and it's always fun to, to get to have a conversation with y'all. And today we're talking about why recruiting and retaining talent is a focus for many companies these days, some of the challenges associated with that, and uh, how companies can really succeed in this area. Area. But first, uh, there's been some big news for Very recently, as you guys have recently rebranded from Very Desk into just Very. Uh, what has that been like for you uh, on on that side? I know for me, just getting to see you guys rebrand makes a lot of sense, especially after understanding the breadth of products that you offer. But what has that meant for you? Yeah, um, it it does make a lot of sense, and that's actually the comment that we've gotten from a lot of people. Um, most people know us as Veridesk, which is the one innovative product that we came out with about seven years ago, and that was the standing desk. And so when you said, hey, I work at Veridesk, everybody would say, oh, the standing desk, but we are actually so much more. And we really are flexible workspace solutions. And so we offer over 200 products Mm -hmm. that can create a flexible workspace, adaptable. So we have things like movable walls, lighting, conference tables, anything that you can use to set up your office. And so for us, you know, we, we use our products every day. We, you know, we're, we're a living, breathing showroom. We have um, companies come in all the time and take tours of our space. And so we've really been living it for so long and we've known about all of our products, but you know, the average consumer just wasn't aware of everything that we do. And that's part of the reason for the rebrand to vary to really flexible workspace workspace solutions. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, one of the big things that you do is you lead Very University. Kind of tell us a little bit about that. What is Very University and what's the purpose of it? Yeah, Very University is our corporate university. And so we offer personal and professional development for all of our Very employees. And when I started in October of 2018, we actually didn't really have a formal training department. Mm. The majority of the training was happening Um, Within each department, you know, if you had a new hire, you'd onboard them according to whatever, you know, whatever training materials had been created. And so I actually got hired. It was probably um, what I would consider to be my dream job when I when they offered me the the role of manager of training and development to create Very University because um, training and development is something I'm really passionate about and got to really just kind of start from the ground up. Um, We looked at all of our departments and kind of what they were training on. And we've been able to um, offer development for leadership, um, sales training, new hire onboarding, any really personal and professional um, development for our employees. So we're talking today about recruiting and retaining talent, obviously, but how much does this training and having something like Very University really play into that as well? Because a lot of people more and more in the job market have options and they're looking around. And one of the things they're looking for is a pathway forward in their career. How do I continue to improve myself? What's the next challenge for me? How does having a training program like Very University really help kind of answer some of those questions for people? Yeah, you know, I think that uh, today's workforce um, is actually pretty disengaged. And when you look at statistics around employee engagement, um, around 33% of employees are engaged, which means that two-thirds of the workforce is disengaged. Wow. And it, these are huge numbers, and it's staggering. And if you think about coming into work and not feeling like you have growth, 
like you have opportunities to develop yourself, um, you can see where you might have that level of disengagement and you might be looking elsewhere. And so I I firmly believe that one of the ways that we motivate employees is with opportunities to learn and grow. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've done a lot of research just on the topic in general and simply having a growth mindset and thinking that every day I can learn something new um, and that I, I can continue to learn and grow every day um, really does help with that motivation and engagement. So, um, you know, we, we offer lots of, empl- uh, lots of opportunities for stretch ins- assignments for our employees. We also really focus on an environment where failure is okay mm-hmm. and, you know, giving people an opportunity to try something. And if it doesn't work out, hey, we learned from that. And so I think that's also one area where our company focuses on that engagement is allowing people opportunities to try. Absolutely. And, you know, that's that plays into the, the company culture at Very, right? And, and company culture is something that is extremely important these days and, and something that I, I think people would like to experience a little bit more. But I think companies often struggle to get past the idea of, oh, we just want a cool break room and that is company culture. Or, oh, we have casual Fridays and that is company culture. But it's it's bigger and it's deeper than that, right? You have to create that atmosphere where people understand that it's okay to try something and fail because there's that support support of the entire company kind of built around you. So how can companies maybe um, go forward and think about company culture in a deeper sense than just a ping pong table or a casual Friday? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think we we definitely have some of those things that, you know, could easily be a facade. We have a, you know, you walk into our offices and you see, oh, this beautiful workspace. We have a coffee bar right there. And so you can get a latte and it's, you walk around and I'm like, oh, this is great. I want to work here. And, and there are definitely people who come into our offices and just say that. They say, hey, sure. wh- what are you hiring for? I want a job. Um, but it does go deeper than that. Mm-hmm. And so some of the things that we do at Very, we take a hospitality-focused approach to our company culture. And so we offer things like our you know, 24-hour gym. We have a full-time housekeeping staff that keeps our office space pristine. With you know, we have um, showers and towel service for those people who use use our gym. Free fitness classes. We have the coffee bar. We have on site healthy snacks. Um, we also offer benefits that help with employee time management. Interesting. And the idea is that we want people to spend their time outside of work doing things that they enjoy. So we offer Booster, which is a fuel delivery service, so you can order your gas from the app and then they'll come and fill up your car so you don't have to stop by before or after work um, to fill your car up with gas. We have a Spiffy, which is an on-site car detailing service. We have Foodsby, which is a food delivery service. Mm-hmm. And what's really cool about that is Very will subsidize the delivery fees. So you can order from a number of restaurants, they'll deliver it to the office. And it saves on average around 27 minutes a day, which... Um, is great, yeah. right? That that benefit. But I think the other benefit of it is that people are more inclined to actually eat their lunch at work and sit with people that they may not know. And so you walk into the break room and it's so cool to, to get to know people in other departments that you may not interact with on a normal basis. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's one of the things that really creates a kind of a cool company culture is being able to interact with employees from other departments and get to know people. 
um, you know, you spend a lot more time at work than you do outside of work sure. typically. Um, and then lastly, I would say we also offer what I would call purpose-driven benefits. And I think employees really want to have a purpose. Mm -hmm. They want to come to work and feel as though they are making a difference and making an impact. And so one of the things that we've done um, with that is our very community giving program. And it's really a two-pronged approach to charitable giving. And so we offer volunteer time off and then employee donations. So employees are given $1,000 of worth of product a year that they can donate to a nonprofit organization. Oh, wow. And it, we, we actually encourage employees to pool their donation dollars. And so as a team, you could research a nonprofit that you're passionate about and give a significant amount of product to that organization. And employees even will be involved in the installation of the products. So that's pretty cool too, because they get to actually see the people that they're helping. Um, and last year we donated nearly $2 million worth of product and had 3000 volunteer hours that were logged. Um, and we've helped a lot of organizations within Dallas, um, make a wish North Texas food bank, Dallas Casa and the hope center are just a few of the organizations that we helped last year. That's really incredible. Yeah. I, I, I really enjoy hearing about that a little bit. Um, and I, I think what's interesting is that all of these things are kind of built around creating happy, thriving employees, right? Which leads to a culture that creates a happy, thriving company, right? Happy employees are going to come in. They're going to perform better. They're going to be happier to be around their colleagues, which just creates a, a great work environment, right? That there's There's value in that. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, what's interesting is even if you think back to where our company started, the the invention of this desk yeah. that's where you could stand up was because a coworker had back pain and um, he had sciatic nerve pain. He was advised by his doctor to not sit as much throughout the day to actually stand. And so our VP of product design was the first, you know, he was the designer of the original Veridesk. And so just knowing that our company kind of it's, it's all about health and happiness for our employees. And so it's really built into the DNA of the company itself. And so it just simply makes sense that we focus on health mm. and happiness for our employees and that company culture is a big deal. For sure, for sure. So we, with unemployment numbers being low, um, it, it makes for a competitive job market, right? Where everybody is kind of looking for talent. They want to recruit, they want to retain. What are some key ways that you're seeing companies differentiate themselves? And how are you seeking to differentiate yourself at Vary from other companies that could be trying to hire the same people? You know, that's it's a great question. And it's a tough question mm -hmm. because I think that no longer do employees enter the workforce and expect to work for one company for 40 years and then get a gold watch when they retire. It's true. That's, that's not the nature of it. Yeah. And I think one thing that I've, the, the analogy that I like to use when I talk about employee growth and development and, you know, trying to retain talent is that you should really not think of your career as a ladder but more of a lattice. And so imagine the, the ropes on the playground where you're moving around and you're not going straight up. You're not taking a role in one you know, department and then you move up within that department and stay in that same area of expertise that when you can move around and learn a little bit more about another area of the company and you know, move, move somewhere else, that you become a much more well-rounded employee overall 
And getting experience in other areas, I think, is going to um, cause you to continue to have that motivation and drive. So I would encourage companies to really think about how might you offer employees um, growth and development in other areas of the company as opposed to that singular focus of that employee ladder. So we've mentioned growth and opportunity uh, a number of times, and I, I think that makes a lot of sense because that that does appear to be something that is attractive. You mentioned how many um, how many employees these days are just kind of unattached and feel like they aren't um, really involved or engaged with the companies that they work for and that sort of thing. And so providing those opportunities is such a huge thing. And here, here at MarketScale, we talk a lot about education being a powerful tool for marketing, but education and growth can also be a really powerful tool for retention. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I think when I look at my career and just where I've even felt a lack of motivation and drive, mm-hmm. it was when I felt like I wasn't learning, when I felt like I didn't have as much to learn within the job I was in. And that was sort of when I knew, okay, I think it's time to do something different. And I think a lot of people feel that way. We want, we want to continue to grow. We don't want to feel stagnant. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. I, I totally agree. And one of the other things I've, I've noticed about the job market that's really interesting is that there seem to be industries that are out there that should be attractive to potential you know, recruits, to new hires and that sort of thing, but that are struggling to find people. And I think a lot of that is maybe the, the way that they present themselves. So how can businesses really begin to reach out in a different way that is attractive in today's job market? I, I, I suppose, how do you present yourself as a company where you can come and grow and learn and flourish and uh, be challenged on a regular basis and climb the the lattice of yeah. your career as opposed to just viewing it as a ladder. Yeah, I think that what what it starts with for Very is our core values mm-hmm. and really thinking about who we are as a company and the DNA of of our culture. And so some of the things that we focus on is authenticity, teamwork, um, embracing change. Change is really a big deal for us at Very. You know, we just we just went through a huge change Absolutely. as a company. And so really advertising and letting people know if who are interested in joining to say, these are our values. This is what's important to us. And if that's something that is important to you as well, you might be the right fit. And so I think knowing who you are, knowing what type of employees you're looking for will help you to attract the right ones. What kind of questions do you think a business should ask themselves to really get to the heart of who they are? Is it is it asking them why they do what they do and, and kind of getting to the heart of, you know, who you are as a company because, you know, we exist because we want to serve this need in an industry or something like that? How do companies kind of reach that point where they understand themselves so then they can communicate who they are? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I actually... Um, if if you don't mind, if I share a story about my previous company, so I worked yes. at Southwest Airlines before um, working at Very, and one of the things that happened early on with Southwest Airlines is they they hired a consultant to help them kind of create that mission statement and core values for the company. Yeah, and I'm not sure who who within the company had decided they wanted to hire a consultant. But Herb Kelleher, um, who was the founder of Southwest Airlines, he said, you know, if we have to hire a consultant to tell us who we are and and what's important to us, mm-hmm. then that's a problem. And so they actually got rid of the consultant wow. and said, okay, let's really take 
all these people from various departments, let's come together and let's really think about who Southwest is and, and what what's important to us as a culture. And, um, you know, so I would say if you if you need to ask somebody else what your what's important to your company, that is a big problem. And sure. so using that same um, method, I would I would suggest, you know, really just talking about what what makes us all tick what what's important to us as a company and you know that's part of when you, when you think about very and our core values and I, I mentioned embracing change that that is a big one and one thing you'll even notice just if you were to walk into our office today and walk into our office a month from now there's going to be some changes we move around all the time mm-hmm. and we may, you know, go one direction and then we decide, yeah, that's not that's not what we need to do today and we'll pivot. And so um, that's, you know, that's something that's really important to us. But the other a, a few of the other ones that I think really speak to me are the authenticity, um, knowing that I can come to work and I can be myself and I can be valued for who I am and the opinions that I have and what, you know, what I can share and what I can contribute really to me speaks to me as an employee to say, you know, we we really do value your opinion and and what you can contribute, um, and I think that's really something that employees want. So one of the things I I think about on a regular basis is that often companies are run by people in older generations. I think that's just a fact in a lot of different cases. And right now, there seems to be a disconnect between older generations and millennials or the generations that are looking for jobs that are fresh out of college that are being hired. And sometimes I wonder if there's not a misunderstanding of priorities between these two groups. It's not all on one group or the other to completely adjust or evolve or whatever, but how are companies missing with younger generations and how can those two groups maybe meet in the middle in a way that fosters a positive work environment and also encourages, you know, recruitment and retainment of talent? Yeah, that's a great question. And I know I mentioned the stats from Gallup earlier, about 33% of employees are actually engaged, which means that two thirds are not. And millennials actually represent the largest portion of disengaged employees. And so it is definitely top of mind Mm. for very um, about 75% 75% of our employees are under 35 and this is a big a, a big question for a lot of companies to say how are we going to really help millennials feel engaged in the workplace and i think that people want to be engaged they want to come to a job where they feel like they're heard and valued and that they are learning and growing and so we we do look for ways to motivate our employees with opportunities one thing you know we focus on education training um, we we provide opportunities for stretch assignments as well. And one thing that I've heard a lot of people say at Very is to know your value and show your value. And so, you know, look for a problem and solve it. If there's something that you see that you feel like you could fix, we don't necessarily know um, who might have expertise in other areas beyond the role that they're in. And so asking good questions and looking for opportunities to demonstrate the value is one thing where in millennials or, or really any any employee can really show their value and show that they are engaged in the workplace. I feel like everyone has the potential to do great things. We yeah. just have to tap into that. One of the things I, I, I wonder about is that Very is obviously a uh, growing company. Congratulations on that, by the way. Yeah. Like very, very successful. And, and that's that's really good. But as you continue to grow, how do you make sure that you don't outgrow 
your current company culture? How do you make sure that you stay like a, a close knit group, if that makes sense, and not get so big that you lose some of the things that make you unique and make you special as a company? Yeah, that that is a great question. It's definitely a challenge when you when you get to be so big that maybe you you don't know everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that we do is we only have one coffee bar in our company, and um, we definitely have space for a second coffee bar, but. We've actually been intentional about that to say we want that to be a gathering place. We want everybody to come there. You know, around 9 a.m., it's very busy, but you get a chance to interact with people. Um, And same thing with our break room. We'll see a lot of people hanging out in the break room, getting to know each other. We have a lot of, you know, fun events for to really engage our culture and and engage our employees. And um, so I would say, you know, for someone who wants to feel engaged, there are definitely opportunities to do that and to get to know people within the company. So what do you think is the biggest thing that you've learned at Very, either through starting Very University or just being a part of a of a different company culture? What do you think you've you've really taken away so far? Yeah, one of the things that I would say I learned very quickly about Very that I was excited about is just the the hunger for mm-hmm. growth and development. So when I joined, it was it was kind of announced, hey, Katie's going to be the manager of training and development. She's going to lead Very University. And right away, people were like, okay, what is what is this university? And where is it? How, how can I join? And I, I kind of laughed a little bit because I'm like, I, it's, it's here. It's me. I, you know, we haven't really <laughs> created anything yet. So um, people were very excited. And, you know, we started doing just kind of low-hanging fruit. We we um, started a book club uh, at Very, and we asked our executive leaders to pick a book, and we did one a quarter, and they would we'd um, you know get people to read the book, and then we'd come and do a book debrief. And I was blown away by the level of participation and engagement. And so something to me as simple as that, where it's like, hey, it's just it's a it's a book on business. Let's read it together and let's talk about it. Sure. And so that's where I kind of said, okay, this is a special place. People mm-hmm. are really excited. They are hungry. And so I want to be able to provide them opportunities to learn and grow because I know that they want it and it's, that that's a huge desire for them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Katie Desimone, the manager of training and development for Very, thank you so much for joining me today talking about, um, you know, why recruiting and retaining talent is such a focus for companies these days, how to do that a little bit better, how to understand what people are looking for and why education is such a big deal. Thank you so much for, uh, for talking to us about this today. Thanks so much for having me, Tyler. 